I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers. Uh, starting at $1, you get the show ad-free, you get to import your RSS feed into whatever podcast app you use that's not called Spotify, uh, and of course, you get tons of bonus content starting at the $5 mark, uh, and we also have uh, YouTube channel memberships. If you enjoy watching the show live, we've got emotes, badges, and uh, at the $5, I'm sorry, at the YouTube channel membership, you also get all the, the bonus content we do for the $5 patrons. Yes, yes, yes. It's a yes. good, good deal. We've got a couple yes. new patrons, Larson. Uh, actually, one. Sith Lord Vader. Thank ooh, you. Ooh, 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 Vader. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Nerd. Anyways. Uh, and also, what, you, give... what, what did Palpatine say in uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith? Unlimited power. Unlimited power. God, we're the nerds. Thing, I, I watched. Well, I mean, for the longest time, I thought you said ultimate Holy power. Holy crap, dude. power. I watched Star uh, Star Trek, the finale of Discovery season two. What does that have to do with Emperor Palpatine? Oh my! It's nerd talk. It's nerd oh, stuff. I haven't watched any of the Game of Thrones then. stuff. Oh, I watched the episode of Game of Thrones last night. I watched the first two of the season. Why? Because it's on. My wife watches it. You haven't. You're not. Well, that's cool. To each their own. You know, here's the thing. Discovery's insanely good, though. Here's the thing. Like insanely good. Can I make my point? I watched the first two and a half seasons of Game of Thrones, watched all of it, and watched anything since. And I started watching this last season. And is it weird? I don't feel like I've missed that much. No, not a lot happens. Okay. Seriously, not a lot happens yeah. in the show. Yeah. And in fact, I didn't I wasn't really down with it until like season four. Yeah. What season is this? Six? Or eight? Six or seven. Seven? I think six. Yeah, I don't know. In any event. I like the show just fine. It's just I'm, I've been nothing, lot, nothing. You know, it's like once, well, once a season, something happens. Well, if it was like two episodes of season, like you know, one last night, like the next episode, I feel like something's going to happen. Yeah, and then like twice a season, from what I understand, like something happened. Yeah, and everything else is just build to those things. Yeah, happening. yeah, pretty much. That's that's like the entire. show. Was it the end of season two where they had that huge battle out front of that castle? I don't know. And there's all that green stuff. Like green uh, magic stuff. Oh, that, no, that was like... Is that, that was, end of season that three? deep. That was like that was like last season. No, because I didn't see that last season. This oh, is something okay. else. Yeah, I don't know. In any event, oh, I know season. what you're talking about. Yeah. Either end of season two, or the second to last episode of either season two or season three. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, so I uh, wanted to give a quick shout out really quick. All right. So we're going to talk about this big CM Punk return. Yeah, man. And then we're going to discuss uh, what big company he's going to sign with next. I mean... <laughs> Uh, but first, what's, I want to give what's, what's a small local MMA uh, yeah. promotion he's going to sign with. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Three Count Photo. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at three, the number three, and then Count Photo. Uh, th- his name is Ian. This is the fellow that apparently took the picture uh, that we used in uh, the right hand part of our thumbnail today, yeah, like yeah. the good picture, the crystal clear one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I-, I like to give credit. I I asked him permission. Yes, yeah, so that's how we're supposed to do things. Hey, can we can we use? Because he's like a professional. Like if it's some dude taking a selfie or whatever, some shaky ass fan footage, I kind of don't care. But I mean, if, if it's if, like a professional yeah, photographer, if, if Ian makes a living shooting pictures, and by all means, he should. Or even if it's like a side job, maybe something. he can get to the point where he's making it a living. Exactly. Anyways, he got a ton of terrific pictures from the event, but of course, he's got like the best picture of the, of CM Punk under that of, mask of mask CM Punk of mask CM Punk. So I want to say uh, thanks for giving us permission yes. to use that in our thumbnail. Yes, thank you very much, and go check out his work. Um, also. Uh, as we just get right into news, shout out to friendo Will uh, Will Dutton or Will Ditton. I don't know if this is autocorrect. Will Dutton. Dutton sounds correct. Dutton. 
Let me double check. Didn't. Sorry. Oh, it's didn't. 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 Must have autocorrected here. Yeah. Um, sent us uh, this bit of info that uh, I mean, I, I think it would have crossed our our our, our newswire eventually. But he gave us the heads up on this first. He broke it to us. He did. Yeah. Um, emailed us the the link to Reddit. Well, they're having a discussion about yeah, what otherwise might have been a pretty nondescript independent wrestling show just outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow. I think a very exciting one for the people Oh, I'm there. sure. It was, it was a blast. Regardless if CM Punk was there. But, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm not trying to disparage the indie show, but, I'm just giving you, you know, at local indie shows, they happen. You know, there's hundreds of them every day probably. Yeah. At least on the weekends. Um. And so there's a, a, a robust discussion in this particular Reddit thread about this event. Yeah. And what may have happened at this event. So yeah. here's what happened. So apparently Silas Young is involved in some promotion in Wisconsin called MKE. And they ran a show this weekend in a, a Milwaukee suburb, West Alice. Which you did some... Or West Alice. You did some Google Street Views on. It's a very lovely It looks very area. quaint, yes. Yeah. Um, so the show was entitled The Last Night, I believe, and from my understanding, it was the last wrestling show to be held at that particular venue. That was my understanding, and then a lot of uh, uh, Midwestern wrestlers spent a lot of their formative years wrestling in that particular venue just yeah. outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, people like Colt Cabana, people like Phil Brooks, CM mm-hmm. Punk, of course. Punk. Phil, he trains with Rufus Sport, which is based in? Milwaukee. Correct. So he's probably in the area on a regular basis anyways. There was a match between Derek St. Holmes and Ace Steel, and at one point, Derek St. Holmes exits the ring, grabs a chair. There, the, the video footage I saw, there's a guy, he goes to a door. Mm-hmm. He opens the door and starts waving like this. Yeah. And out of that door is Masked Attacker. As in, as in, come this way. Get out here now. Get out here now. And then out of that door is Masked Attacker. Masked Attacker is wearing dark pants, uh, a black hoodie. Yeah. It says like some violent. It's got like some vintage font on it. Gentleman hockey club or something like that on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and a luchador mask. Yeah. This in, in gloves. This individual. So they cannot be traced. Yeah. Skulks. No fingerprints. Yeah. Skulks to the ring. Yeah. Um, gets in the ring, takes the chair from Derek St. Holmes, lifts them up, hits the GTS. Top, pulls over uh, Derek St. Holmes' uh, opponent, Ace Steel. Ace Steel. On top of him. So Ace Steel can secure the victory, and meanwhile, Mass Attacker skulks back out of the ring and through the same doors. What is the relationship between Ace Steel and Phil Brooks, Larson? Uh, Ace Steel is one of Phil Brooks' trainers as pro wrestler. That is correct. Punk. correct. Relationship there. So Boom. we have a building that CM Damn. Punk We're probably wrestled in yeah. a lot. Fuck me, whiteboard for this. Okay. We have uh, one of CM Punk's trainers, Ace Steel, in the ring in the match. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you have Silas Young on Twitter strongly insinuating that some punk got involved in this match. <laughs> Silas doesn't really come off as the most subtle individual. No. Or the most I'm not gonna I'm I don't I'm not gonna misuse this phrase, but for in, in, in several ways, like clever. I'm not sure he's a big clever guy. Real men aren't really clever people. Yeah, he is a lot of They're straight to man, the yes. point. Yeah. They're straight to the point. They don't beat around the bush. And no. so he, like, it was as clever as you're going to get from Silas Young. He said, some, and then capitalized, punk, punk invaded the ring last night. So here, Larson. Oh, hold on. This we is where. connect these dots Yeah, here. so here we go. I feel like we need a, a bulletin board and then some red string. There we go. So here, well, give me this. This needs to be erased a little better. All right. So here. Punk confirmed. We're taking, a, we're taking the scenic route to this because it's really just one picture confirms everything. Um, so what, this is what we got. Well, at the top, you need to write the words punk confirmed. So this is what we got. Okay. We got the building. Yeah. That he's familiar with. Yeah. We got his trainer. True. A steel. Who's in the match. We right. have a GTS involved. Correct. And on top of that, a lot of people said, ugh. Who's a shaky looking GTS? Well, that was Punk's thing. He let's never had the most beautiful yeah, looking let's be GTS. Honest. We've seen, like, of all the people who do the GTS, his is probably the most destructive, the least destructive looking. Yeah. Like, you see Matt Riddle do it. It looks like he about to take someone's head off. You see Kenta do it, and it looks He's amazing. He's broken people's faces with yeah, it, legit. Yeah, so, legitimately, yeah. So, and his, uh, another thing I, I saw on Twitter is like, oh, his legs look so he's too skinny to be CM Punk. Dude dropped like 20 plus pounds for MMA fighting. Which is a good point. Skinny legs. Four skinny legs. Nothing, okay, no, well, he did. We know he did, though. Just yeah. put it on there skinny right. legs. The mass attacker had skinny legs. We know what punk does, too. All right, so here's the real kicker this is what t- 
ties it all together. Okay. So there was uh, somebody who was competing, I believe, in like an amateur wrestling tournament, also in West Allis, mm-hmm. or West Allis. He takes a picture with CM Punk posted on Instagram. Yeah. What is he wearing? The exact same thing that Mass Attacker is wearing, sans mask and gloves. Hoodie. The hoodie with the vintage writing on it. That says Violent Gentleman Hockey Club or something yes. like that. Yes. Very specific. This ties it all together. That CM Punk is, in fact, confirmed in that town on that day wearing those clothes. Five bits of fact. Now, if you take this to the court of law, this is a lot of circumstantial evidence right here. A lot. Oh, I think a jury of our peers will definitely Absolutely. decide this is totally punk. Absolutely. This does not exonerate punk from being mass attacker. No None. exoneration. None. Do you hear that? No, no exoneration. Okay. He definitely obstructed in that match. He did. He interfered and he obstructed. Obstruction confirmed. We should release a report of some sort. However, since he is not currently a professional wrestler, he can't be held accountable in the uh, backstage court. While he is sitting as a professional wrestler. He cannot be held accountable since he's not a professional wrestler. That's correct. Once he enters the the professional wrestler population once Mm -hmm. again, then he can be held accountable. He'll be held accountable. Oh, my goodness. Guarantee he will be held accountable. Um, So... Despite our investigation done here, proving CM Punk, CM Punk. Oh, and then the, the, the picture from Ian, you compare the facial hair under the mask to the facial hair featured in the picture. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, look at the, yeah, look at the three took. count photo. It's total like the, where the gray is under the yeah. under his mouth on his chin. Totally I, hadn't CM Punk. Seen, I hadn't seen that picture till this morning. I was like, oh, my God. That's like not even. It's completely, it's completely CM yeah. Punk. So uh, here we can put this down there. Okay. So uh, both Wrestling Inc. and Fightful have confirmed that was indeed Phil Brooks, CM Punk, under the mask. Uh, Wrestling Inc. added some additional details. It says they have, quote, uh, Wrestling Inc. has learned that at one point the plan had been for Punk to actually take the mask off after hitting the GTS. That did not happen, obviously, and Punk left well masked after the match. We have also been told that Punk waited in his car outside the venue before making his appearance and left immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. And according to Fightful... He didn't set up a booth to sell merch. No, no, he didn't get a box of his stuff from Pearl Sink Tees before making his way over. Um, and according to Fightful, this is even the first time this has happened. Oh. Uh, quote, a trusted source contacted us and said this actually isn't the first time this happened. Apparently, Punk appeared under a hood at some point before his falling out with Colt Cabana, which would have been during the Wrestling Road Diaries 3 filming. We're told that it was dropped from the final cut after Punk and Cabana's issues developed. They have more details on that saying, quote, Punk appeared at a free rent, freelance wrestling show on December 4th, 2015, titled Raw Power. Raw Power. He would manage uh, Kikataru. Kikataru in a match against Darren Corbin hey. and Dick Justice. Those are great names. Yeah. Uh, Punk was clad. Dick Justice was on impact for a spell. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Darren Corbin apparently had his name long before Baron yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are some out there who feel that the name Baron Corbin was a rib on both Baron Corbin and Darren Corbin. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, Punk was clad in a cloak and tossed out salt ahead of the match. The commentators referred to him as Kikataru's nameless mentor and didn't get involved in the match. And uh, this article, which we will link in the description, there's uh, stills from this appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. I, look, here's the thing. Like, this is, he's just goofing, having a good time. I, I'd love to say, uh, although Meltzer uh, did say that Tony, that he was, Tony Khan, when originally thinking of... Hey, yeah, we're going to get to that a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll wait on that one. We'll just get through this uh, business right here real yeah, quick, yeah. Larson, and then we'll get, we'll get back to the CM Punk stuff. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well... Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
But yeah. um, you're about to mention the the Tony Khan bit, but let's go all the way back to June of 2016. Mm. The early days of us concentrating on going into raw podcast, where we actually talked about this story, um, where he was on, I think, uh, Rosillo and Canell on ESPN. Yeah. He was asked about a potential return of the ring. This is what he said. Nah, I don't think so. But it is one of those never say never things. I like to cover all my bases just so some internet dweeb is going to be like, you said you never wrestle again. You said you never wrestle again. Uh, but WWE, no, absolutely not. But you never know. I could pop up here and there. Let me explain that to you even better. It's not going to be, it's not going to even be televised. It's going to be me in a ninja effing outfit wrestling. One of my buddies and nobody's ever going to know. It's going to be very Monty Python, so to speak. So that's uh, pretty much exactly what he did. Yeah, this is exactly what he did. But apparently back in 2016, he didn't realize that everybody has a cell phone. Uh, and if Silas Young is around, he will totally expose you. Well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, probably. Well, he, if it weren't for that picture of him, he took with that, with that dude at the, that amateur wrestling thing. I don't know if anybody would have really connected the dots to this. Silas degree. Young would have. He knew it was him. Well, he knew, yeah. If he Silas would've... Young wasn't there and if that picture wasn't around. No, I think even Silas Young doing the, hey, there's some punk. People have been like, well, maybe. But, I mean, him taking a picture with that at if that three, show. If three count wasn't there, too. Yeah. Because that, that you can clearly well, here's, see it. Well, here's him. the thing also. Without... No, it's, it's the picture with the dude that ties it all together. No, I get I That get corroborates everything. I'm just, you're just saying if that Thanos out of existence with the Thanos glove... If it never, was never taken. There's still the, I mean, clear, you can see his face under that yeah, mask I know. right there. But you, w- w- the picture with the dude is like the corroborating thing. You see like the facial hair is, this, yeah. you know, is gray in the same spot it is in the other picture. You take away Silas Young, that picture you're referring it's to. It's more so just that And picture. if Three Count had something better to do. Or if he'd actually wore something, a different hoodie when he showed up at the show. There would have been doubt. There's no doubt now. Zero doubt. Zero doubt. We outlined it clearly. Totally. I see what you're saying. We have to bring up the picture with the dude. Oh, yeah, that's number six. Well, that's why I put hoodie. That's what, that's what ties it all together is the same hoodie. Picture with dude, number six. Yeah. And anyways, another CM Punk news. Uh, Wrestling Observer Radio reported that the elite, the, the, the elite, elite, weren't Tony Khan's first choice of, for business partners when it came to starting up his new wrestling promotion. Yeah, that uh, was uh, supposed to be here. You do what you're doing because that's apparent, important. Apparently that honor yeah, that goes I'll, to I'll keep Phil Brooks. Yeah, I'll keep reading. Phil Brooks. CM Punk was Tony Khan's first pick for All Elite Wrestling before Chris Jericho, before the Young Bucks, before anyone. This is according to Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Before anyone, if he wants to wrestle, he can wrestle and make really good money if that's what he wants. Um, yeah, that is interesting. I, it, it, it probably wouldn't surprise me if like, five years from now, like he's maybe in All Elite Wrestling. I yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have been shocked if he made an appearance at, at all in last year. I didn't think he was going to wrestle, but yeah. make an appearance, it wouldn't have surprised me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He like he seems like the kind of guy who's very content mm-hmm. to do. I, he seems like the kind of guy that is happier. Like, if you need money, you need money. But he seems like the kind of guy who's happier just to do this sneaky stuff. Yeah. If he's rolling in a couple million based off of his WWE stuff and he didn't have to sink too much of his money into the lawsuit and then this new lawsuit with Cole Cabana, apparently. Yeah. Uh, if, if he's not hurting for money, I don't know that he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy who like, he seems like, like it's the most, the most Gigi Allen thing to do is to do this kind of stuff as opposed to be on some oh, polished, slick TV I production. Say the most Gigi Allen thing to do is do something like this. And get in the t- ring and then throw poop. Yeah, take a poop and throw That's it. true. That yeah. would be but the you most get my Gigi point, Allen though. He, he kind of he fancies himself but here's, like, if he underground had, if, guy. If, if, if he had showed up, say uh, Bernard the Business Bear was at All In, and he showed up. Like if Punk was under there, never took the... You know the 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 head off mm-hmm. of the getup, yeah, and that was just him, yeah, and no one except for you know people backstage ever knew mm-hmm. that would fit in line with kind of what he's been saying, right? Exactly, but that's totally different than him being coming out to cult of personality at all the wrestling. In front yeah, of I didn't know that was going to happen. Maybe he'd just be sitting in the crowd or something. I don't know, but you know, who knows? So I wouldn't be surprised. Seems like a if, complex individual. If, yeah, he goes and sues his best friend and stuff. Yeah, well, his former best friend. <laughs> they already had to fall out. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he has no love for WWE, so and I don't know how bitter he is still at this point. Well, considering they tried to sue him, maybe still. Um but if he wanted to try to help this Yeah this this upstart group of people that he some of which he's friends with, um, to to gain an advantage just by lending his name even in the slightest. Yeah. You know, if if he saw value in that. Not Financially per se, but just value in terms yeah. of people out and sticking it to WB. 
He might do it. I don't know if he's a maybe he is. I don't know the guy. Maybe maybe he's a sticking it guy, or maybe I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to perce- be perceived as a guy who's sticking it. You know, I think he's very. Yeah, I think he's he's. Oh, he's very aware of his of how he's perceived. Yeah, yeah. and I think that probably matters to him. Well, here's the thing: it, dep- it would depend us. on the nature of the appearance and if he were to say anything. Because if it was a, a situation where it was obvious, whether it was prefaced by something he said or just how it's presented, like I'm just here to help some friends of mine get their business started mm-hmm. as opposed to having a hot mic for 10 minutes, dropping a new pipe bomb about how much oh, WB sucks yeah, yeah. and all lead is the future. Yeah. You don't want to do that. No, you don't want to be bitter. is not a good look. Bitter is not a good look. No, that was sort of a good look like five years ago when people were doing an impact. Uh, like Even then it wasn't a no, good look. No, bitter's usually not a good look. Yeah. If you want to get over, usually being bitter is not a way to do it. No, probably not. But, uh, no, I don't know. Interesting stuff. I know a lot of people have very, uh, complex thoughts about CM Punk. I just sort of feel like he's a complex dude. He yeah, is a complex I think, dude. I think he's just like a reg- he's like a regular person. Like you know, I can be super nice. I can be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like we haven't really heard his side of the whole Cole Cabana thing. I'm sure there is another side. Maybe it's it makes maybe his side makes him look terrible. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, but you know, I mean, all we heard is Cole Cabana's where essentially Colt said. Phil said he would take care of the, the, the legal costs and then towards the end of the trial, hand him a bill. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's paraphrasing. Ugh. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess in hindsight, maybe Let me should, ask in hindsight, this. they should have asked for legal fees in, in part of that deal, you know? Oh, yeah. A lot of people should have done a lot of different things yeah. uh, back then, but, you know, hindsight's everything. Yeah. Let me ask this, though. What? You know, all these wrestlers getting snapped up by All Elite. Colt Cabana was in the over the budget Battle Royal, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was, right? Yeah, but I think he's under contract with the Ring of Honor. He was. Uh, that's true. I wonder for how long. If All Elite Wrestling wanted him, would that make things awkward? Would that then preclude CM Punk from going to All Elite Wrestling? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably would. Depends how deep the bad blood goes, you know? What if Tony Khan stepped in as mediator and said, here's two big bushels of cash to settle your guys' differences. That might smooth you, things out a little can bit. Can you drop the lawsuit? I, I figure that's what billionaires do. They just throw money at all Maybe, the problems. Maybe, but you know, money doesn't solve everything, man. They go away. Money does not solve everything. Solves um, a lot, though. Anyways, let's talk about money creating or maybe solving some problems because oh, WB segue. just canceled a pay-per-view because they like money. Did you, did you, money. Did you listen to the Pritchard what? podcast? Bit? I haven't yet. I want to listen to it. Don't spoil anything else for me. God dang it. I wish you could. We'll have, can I'll we listen to it after the I'll show I'll listen to the gym today. Can we listen to it after this? Just I'll, that bit. No, I want to listen to the whole thing. I like thing. being in your presence when you find something funny. You've built it up. It's probably, I'm probably not even going to laugh at it now. You'll die. So according to Wrestling Observer Radio, <laughs> there was a June pay-per-view scheduled in San Diego entitled Backlash. That show is not happening. Canceled because nine days later, sorry, nine days prior to that scheduled show, mm-hmm. they're going to be making a ton of money having a show in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the 7th. And so they canceled Backlash. Of course, the, uh, the initially the Saudi Arabia show was scheduled for early May. That was postponed. Um, and they thought, well, it doesn't make much sense to have two pay-per-views within nine days of each other. Backlash canceled. There's still, I guess, some uh, house shows scheduled around that time frame out here in California. California, eh? That uh, will probably be canceled. Canceled. Um, so uh, not only is WB uh, doing another Saudi Arabia show, which is an opportunity for us to do a charity stream and make a, a lot, hopefully some money for a really good we organization. We All Elite Wrestling. Yes. Every goofy-ass gimmick we can apply to but, these people. But the, I already have one for Hangman Page. All right. Spoiler alert. All right. Diamond Dallas Hangman Page. All right. He's just going to be like DDP. Change is finished to the All right. Diamond Cutter. Okay. Because his last name is Page. Yeah, I get that. Spelled differently. So was Diamond Dallas's Page. Well, I guess it was spelled the same, yeah. Yeah. I think Page's real name. Yeah, it has an I in it, right? It has an I, but I think like so. when he was on TV, it wasn't. No. Diamond Dallas. Page. All right. Hey, Dally. Hey, it's me, Dally. All right. So not only they they do in the Saudi Arabia show, but now they're they canceling this other pay-per-view show. That's good. See, there you go. Yeah. And then now they cancel the regular pay-per-view, so we can't stream that and make money. Oh, man. Well, that's okay. We've got our morals. We do. <laughs> so we'll make, we'll make hopefully a, a good amount of money for a great organization out there. So yeah. I'll make that trade. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. We're doing fine. We're okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, making money, uh, because we're going to be doing that charity live stream, let's read another ad. Yeah, let's do that. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. 
From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> oh, man. You know who probably uh, smashes just fine, Larson? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, yeah. He's going to be a free agent soon, well, man. Well, maybe, maybe. So uh, Ring of Honor TV champ Jeff Cobb and uh, never open weight champ in yeah Japan. champ champ yeah champ champ jeffy, recently, jeffy two belts yeah jeffy two belts recently spoke with fightful about his contract status with ring of honor and said the following quote i initially signed for one number one year that was another reason i decided to go to with a ring of honor impact offered me a two-year deal Two, that's double. i was telling uh, sanjay dutt at the time i just got out of a bad relationship with the lucha contract so i didn't want to be tied down for a long period of time Ooh. they really wanted to push the two-year contract i didn't want something long term because i got out of this crazy seven to nine year contract Jeez. i know that's crazy Boy. So Jeff Cobb made his Ring of Honor debut late July 2018. And this was on the heels of a report from Melser saying he had signed with the company in mid-July. So it looks like he's got about three months left. Ooh. So Ooh. where is he going to go next? Is he going to stay in Ring of Honor? Is he going to go somewhere? W-W-E. I'm happy you mentioned WB, Steve, because uh, Jeff Cobb was on Xbox. Xbox! This podcast last fall, September Xbox. of 2018, said the following about the possibility of signing with WB. Uh, transcripts courtesy of Russell Talk. Quote, if you asked me... Russell Talk. Yes, if you asked me this 10 years ago, I would have said I want to go there now. But with this giant resurgence and boom in wrestling, I mean, don't get me wrong, if WB called and all the stars aligned, I'd definitely go. But as of right now, I'm having a blast. I'm working three days a week and making a nice living. You'd be working 13 days a week and making a very nice living. Making a nicer living. Yeah, but, uh, you know, people well, actually, like you'd probably go to NXT off, first. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many days a week they work. I mean, it looks like they work out a lot. They like work. They just yeah. go to the performance center, work on matches, work out. They're in the gym, and then like on two days a week. Maybe how they cool would a freaking Jeff Cobb takeover match be? Well, that'd be incredible. Ooh, that'd be next level. And he's he's dude. Here's the thing about him. Yeah, WWE NXT. They're signing a lot of people. He stands out so so much, and uh, he's like instantly like a top level guy. Yeah, he really. Here's is. the potential issue with. The only potential issue was Jeff Cobb. He's already like in his late 30s. Oh, and that everybody there is, dude. They, I was going to say that hasn't precluded uh, WWE from signing uh, Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura. How old is Punishment Martinez? Sorry, Damien. Uh, Damien Priest. I think he's in his mid-30s. Do you want a donut, Damien Priest? No, uh, no I probably oh, shouldn't. Oh, I really want one, though. They signed plenty of, of competitors in their mid to late 30s. I understand yeah, that. Shayna Baszler's 38. And I don't think, I mean, Cobb, yeah, have we ever heard of him having any injury issues? I feel like he works a style that doesn't really lend itself. He's like a thick dude. Yeah. I'm not sure his style really lends itself towards being, getting like injured and stuff. I mean, you don't think I think of it. There's a lot of people around. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, you yeah, never know. Yeah, punishment's 37. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it would preclude him from being signed. It just might be a potential Maybe. And I think, and I think Cobb is a bigger. I think Cobb is a bigger star than Punishment. Was. Oh yeah, I, I oh, can't yeah. believe that. Oh, right? by far, yeah. I by think far, that's the case. Yeah. Um, what does this mean on the flip side for Ring of Honor, Larson? Well, we know that. Uh, does anything about this Roosh apparently signed for a year? He signed for a year. I don't know. I think Bandito signed for three years. I want to say. Oh wow, really? I think that's a long. Time. That could be wrong. Um, so that's the issue. I know, I, 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 you know, like Ring of Honor, they brought in some really good talent mm-hmm. over the last year. Mm-hmm. Cobb, Roosh, Bandito, they, yeah. Mark Haskins. Yeah. Um, but if they're only signing them to one-year deals, you're Maybe. leaving yourself wide open to take a year, invest in building up uh, talent, only to see them eventually leave. Yeah. If people are going to Ring of Honor for a year or so to kind of bide their time, waiting to see how the the field uh, is playing out now that all elites are around. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have a lot of people leaving because they see, oh, all elite, and they're up on their feet, and they're running a really good product, they're making money, filling up buildings. Yeah. Um, and if not, well, WWE's always there. I know you didn't see. Uh, you, I mentioned you mentioned this off camera, which is why I know this. You said that you did not see. Uh, Cass's Kaz, promo. Kaz XL. Oh, promo. Kaz. Did, uh, re- refresh my memory. Are the Briscoes permitted to work 
shows outside of Ring of Honor? I don't think so. I think only New Japan. Okay. They're Ring of Honor exclusive. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had heard that they were going away from the Cass Enzo yeah. thing. We had heard that. Yeah. Cass uh, dropped a, a video promo where he was not looking at the lens. He was looking at the screen most of the time. Uh, it was a fairly lengthy promo with some vulgarity. Calling mm-hmm. out the Briscoes um, and apparently people who like good wrestling because he started like listing off moves that people like to see in wrestling. And I was like, yeah, no, all that sounds like good wrestling. And he's like, that's not what we're about. I love that their new gimmick is we're bad wrestlers. Yeah, no, they're embracing the fact <laughs> that they're not good wrestlers. Uh, we are bad wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> so get used to it, Briscoes. I know. I know. <laughs> Free agent Z, the worst wrestlers on the free agent market. <laughs> hey, we're no good. <laughs> we're the realists, but we're the real I bad. Know, we're know. real bad wrestlers. <laughs> uh, so we got all the Briscoe. I don't know what that means for Ring of Honor. Uh, Is that the them trying to like trying to get Ring of Honor? Hey, 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 we're we still want we still want to do stuff. We with still want to do business with you. Big cast. Ring, to- Ring of Honor. Hopefully, they're all. <laughs> we need to eat food. I've been dealing with ramen. <laughs> you seen the turnout from my, my rap show? <laughs> uh, nobody shows up. Anyways. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We, we, whenever we talk about Ring of Honor and their rebuilding process, Jeff Cobb, we always say, is like a foundational piece. That guy is fantastic. He's amazing. Be a foundation for three more months. <laughs> Apparently. But I don't know, man. Maybe if in three, maybe he'll want to stay there and be part of the big rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really need to, uh, they need to make a good case to him. Yep. As any company does. They need to make a good case to why they'd want to stick around. Yep. So maybe they'll talk to him and say, hey, Jeff Cobb, uh, what should we do next? And say, uh, make me world champion. Have me squash uh, Matt Taven. Yeah, I love no. that. How you doing? Uh, anyways, also over the weekend, uh, you and I found out uh, who we're going to be watching at Double or Nothing take on Cody Rhodes. And as uh, we had speculated, and I think this originally came from Ryan Satin in terms of uh, his release from WWE, uh, looks like it's going to be Cody's brother, Dustin Runnels, Dustin yep. Rhodes. Yep. About four weeks ago, it was Pro Wrestling Sheet reported that Goldust's WWE contract had expired, and he was just waiting out his ninety-day no-compete period before maybe heading, perhaps, perhaps, maybe, maybe to Ali Wrestling. Uh, Goldust took to Twitter to dispute that report to call everybody a bunch of smart marks. Yeah. Then over the weekend, Dustin Rhodes was announced as Cody's opponent at Double or Nothing. Following that announcement, Dustin took to Instagram, then another social media platform yeah. to post a goodbye message to WWE. He took that message and then, then also put that on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, following that. Oh, yeah. And then saying that he had asked for and was granted his release. And after 30 years in the industry, he's now going to take advantage of some opportunities he had passed on to focus on his entering career. Um, he did a terrific. I only saw bits and pieces of it. But uh, floating around YouTube is one of those inside the ropes uh, Q and A shows, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. where he talked about um, his uh, Roddy Piper WrestleMania match. I think it was twelve. Twelve, yeah, yeah. The, the OJ Hollywood, spoof. the Hollywood back backlot brawl, whatever. Yeah, they call it. yeah. And uh, and it was really he's a really terrific storyteller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, he talked about his uh, his belief, his strong belief. And keeping things kayfabe mm. and making sure that stays alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, old school, old school for yeah. sure. Yeah. So this should be a terrific match. This is, gonna, this is the match uh, that they had wanted mm-hmm. for WWE. WrestleMania yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago, and they yeah. never got. Nope. Um, maybe it's I mean, obviously it's kind of fitting that you know Cody grew up and became a big businessman and, and now has his own promotion basically, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's going to happen there. Yeah. Maybe that's more fitting than a WrestleMania. No, match, I think so. You know. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty it's probably cool. more fitting into their father's legacy as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be there for it. Yeah. Who gave us the sticker? Uh, I sadly don't remember. Lo- put it on my Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't happened live. yet. You love the Batman live, live, live. I'll put it over oh, there. Crap. I just, it just stuck. Oh dear. It's covering Adidas. You I can't like undo. Adidas. What am I going to do? I don't know, man. So anyways, uh, you excited for this? Also, there's been like, uh, uh, were there more names announced for the Battle Royal? That's all I'm there for, really, the over-the-budget Battle Royal. I think a couple more names are announced. Maybe not. Over the weekend? Yeah. I can't recall. It was a busy weekend with the holiday and everything. 
How was your Easter? It was fine. We hosted again. Yeah. Family. Yeah. So it was cooking and stuff. Uh, I did it sort of a CM Punk type deal for Did Alabama, you wear a mask to your family's Alabama. Easter? No, I cheated to help her win the Easter egg hunt because she was going up against all these big kids of mine now. My stepkids are like freaking huge. And they're so old. did you did you release all the children at the same time to hunt the eggs or did you do it in based on ages? Here's what I did. No, this is what I did. So what you could do, sorry, what you could do, what uh, I've seen done is younger kids get a head start. You let them out a couple minutes early, and then older kids follow. No, nah, here's what I did. Man. Oh, you this just is what straight I did. up cheated. After dinner, we announced, all right, Easter egg hunt is happening. And so while my sister, who's the organized person, she starts gathering the children on the patio area or starts to like herd them out there. Uh, I uh, tossed on my shoes. I ran into my parents' room, which has a back exit to the thing. And I ran out there and started and grabbed a bowl, started collecting eggs. And I said, Alabama, get over here. And she like bolted to me. And then my sister was like, what are you doing? We haven't started yet. I'm like, yeah, we have. And then those kids started like, so I was already five eggs oh, deep, so gave them to Alabama. And then my dad, he run, he does a run in also. And he's like, hey, because there was one golden egg. He's like, the golden egg is in the tree. I was like, Pam, get over here. So she grabs the golden egg and then she proclaims, I won. Well, isn't the, the joy of the Easter egg hunt is not getting the eggs. It's the process of finding them. No, it's winning. My kids enjoy the any, process. Any means because here's necessary. the thing: my my kid enjoyed the process of winning. Here's the thing: when it, we did uh, Saturday, we went to a friend's house. Did Your kids would not enjoy it if she was up against five fifteen-year-old and ups. All right, they would not enjoy that because well, they the would thing. not win anything. Well, here's the thing: we would do it so the younger kids got a head start. How much of a head start? A minute or two. Yeah, no, man. And then have you ever seen kids? They're clueless, man. I don't know. They're doing they're like. I don't know because we on Saturday, like I said, we went to a friend's house and they had, you know, that's what we did. We had the younger kids go first and then the older kids went later. And uh, uh, no, the older kids, because what they do is we'd say, all right, this group here, you're getting ready to go. They'd be lined up. All right, go. So while they're waiting to be, to give them their go ahead, they're scouting. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a bunch of crap. My kid won. She's the best. Raw preview my time, Larson. Like, my kids like the process because even after the Easter egg hunt, they're like, we want to do more Easter egg hunt because they like doing it. We're already moved on to Raw preview now. Shaken and stirred. This past Monday night, the landscape of Monday Night Raw changed in a big way with new superstars like the Viking Experience, Ricochet, Alistair Black, and Lacey Evans cementing themselves as official Team Red superstars and the likes of AJ Styles, Naomi, the Usos, the Miz and Andrade arriving from SmackDown Live. We can expect many new matchups this week. Who among them will make their mark? Uh, I don't know. Well, a new superstar emerges. Seth Rollins' chat next challenger after the superstar. Did you watch the Shield last final stand last night? No, I didn't either. I, are you ready for the Shield to be done with? Uh huh. I was ready ages ago. Totally. Although I did watch Dean's uh, promo afterwards. It was very heartfelt. I watched one of those like a week ago at like, um, I think it was a post raw thing yeah. when it was like Dean's last match. Yeah. And that was very heartfelt too. Yeah. They really like to get every bit of money out of this whole thing. They can. Well, no. Well, that's the thing also that I don't know. Somebody, I think Meltzer was a Meltzer talking about it saying that they fully, they wouldn't be going through all this if they thought he was going to go to all elite that they just expect him. He's burnt out. He's going to take a rest and he'll probably be back. I don't know. Couple for the rumble. Probably. Oh yeah. Maybe, <laughs> you know, uh, after the superstar shakeup, is anyone's guess who will be next to challenge Seth Rollins for his Universal Championship? Well, I just saw what the card was for Extreme Rules, so I have a mm-hmm. good idea. Mm-hmm. And with Dean Ambrose's uh, departure from WWE, Roman Reigns moved to SmackDown Live. The Beast Slayer now stands alone against a transformed field of comp- competition. Mm. Oh, you get this next one. Lucky you. What creepy forces infiltrating WWE? A laughing, coughing bird in a box. A cackling doll in a rocking chair. Since WrestleMania, the WWE Universe has borne witness to unsettling images. Are they really unsettling? Not really. Not really. I mean, the bird one especially is kind of is, is pretty laughable. Comical. Yeah, it's pretty laughable. Yeah. Anyways. That, that hint and impending malice or a kid show of some sort, maybe. Mm-hmm. What is the meaning behind these messages? Are, are we Bray actually going to find that out tonight? Bray Wyatt's meaning of these messages. Lacey Evans calls for the man. He's calling out Hogan. 
By defeating Natalia this past Monday night on Raw, Lacey Evans has earned a one-on-one Raw Women's Championship opportunity against Becky Two Belts herself, Becky Lynch. The lady of WWE has been working overtime to get under the skin of the man since the night after WrestleMania, intent on prying one of Lynch's prize from her grasp. When will Evans' opportunity take place? Does the finally does the Miz have un- <coughs> have unfinished like business? Bird. With, <laughs> unfinished business with Shane McMahon. After Shane McMahon brutalized the Miz's father, baked potato face, on mm-hmm. route to defeating the A-lister during WrestleMania's Falls Count Anywhere match, Miz has been out for payback. So when the awesome one was revealed as the first SmackDown Live superstar to move to Raw in the Superstar Shakeup, he wasted no time in making Shane O'Mac pay for his transgressions, unleashing on the best in the world with steel chair. The best in the world with a steel chair. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That's what happened this weekend. (coughs) Shane managed to escape further battering at the hands of the Miz, but he'd best have his head on a swivel this coming Monday night. I remember who gave us these stickers. Young Lion. Oh, yeah. The the Batman one was one of them? I believe so. I put the Slash one on my computer, too. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah, I see that. I put this this one here and this one here. Yeah. What did you put on? What did you put on of his? What wonderful gift that he gave us? Did you then? I did pull set aside. The, show your gratitude the and then put on your laptop. On, I don't put any stickers on my. Why not? Laptop because I don't want to. Well, you should want to. You can you can do what you want to do with your laptop. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to do anything with mine. Let me do that. Oh, you should do it. You should mind your own damn business. What you should be doing. <laughs> you bastard. understood. You bastard. You bastard. <laughs> Keep your business on your laptop. Let me do what I want to with mine. Oh, man. Let's answer some questions. Would you invite my child to an Easter egg hunt now? Yeah. Would I be allowed to? If it would be in my house, it would be a proceed under how we proceed. So if I ran out there and started collecting eggs? You would be banned from participating in the future. Really? Yeah, I don't don't abide by that. No way. Red card? I'm out? Yeah, you're out. Wow. You have to go sit in your car while the rest of the kids do it. Oh, my goodness. Binned. Because... If you're doing that at my house with my children, that means you're depriving my children the joy of finding the eggs themselves. Oh, wow, yeah. And so you're hurting their feelings. Oh, man. Therefore, you're banned. That's called building character, baby. No, it's not building character. It's saying, hey, go out. There's, there's eggs out here. Is, you, this, is the world's fair, Larson? What? Is the world fair? I didn't say it was fair. Oh, no, man, it's not. But I'm not going to teach Incorrect, my children to, 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 to stack the odds. So much in their favor to deprive other people of opportunity. Yeah, it's man. all about everybody. Everybody Easter egg hunt should have more or less equal opportunity Oof, to man. find eggs. Boy. And if you're out there. You got to prepare for the world, man. got to prepare yeah, for the world. Yeah, prepare for the world by going out and saying, go find what you can find for yourself. Yeah, man. Don't worry about Steve. He's, I'm not always going to be here to help yeah. you out. You have to. You have to. You take, might have to, to, take you might have to deal with guys like Steve over there. Exactly. <laughs> and so if I was out there and saw you getting eggs in advance of everybody else going out there, oh, man. Wow. Really? I'd powerbomb you on my patio. Superkick? No, powerbomb. Powerbomb? Yeah. Man. You'd leave it up to you to tuck your chin. I have to help you with the powerbomb, though, man. I would think superkick. Uh, I mean, Luthez didn't look like he was getting any help from anybody. That's true. That's true. Uh, we got some new members, Shadow Ace, Anthony Howard, and Tyler Miller. Thank you very much. Tyler Miller. Uh, Nick Wolf asked, Steve is wearing hat just to annoy Larson now. No, no he I'm said really he was not. A, I'm really not. He gets too worked up about the hair. Cause I told I told you. I, I don't know. I get. I don't get worked up about it. I just, today. Here, like, take, take your hat off. Let me see it. I'm not going to do it now. I've got, like, supreme hat hair. Uh... No, like, so yesterday at Easter, I was totally, like, happy with my hair. I was like, oh, man, it looks good. It's all up. Today, I put just, I mean, this is really boring info, but I put my product in my hair, like, a little too early after I had dried it. It wasn't dried fully, and so it just sort of laid a little flat, and I was like, oh, I'll just wear the hat again today. And pl- I want to get people used to it, because I might, I might wear it more often, and last time I wore it, they act like I stabbed him in the back or something. <gasps> Steve's wearing a hat. Oh, dear. Charles Miller, when will you bums ever get two hundred thousand subscribers? I don't know. This don't know. year, you said this year we got to get we got to stick to that. All right, we got to get on those collaboration things that we had talked yeah, about. Yeah, that'll probably help. We need to get on that. Uh, Christopher McKeon uh, says it's Kenta. Was he trying to say that Kenta was the the individual under the mask? Trying to say that it was CM Kenta, Punk. but Kenta's GTS is much more. Yeah, he, he actually broke Brian Kendrick's face. He's got like face with it. Yeah. He doesn't have skinny legs. Yeah, he does. Uh, Patrick Sparks wants to know. Nay, wants to demand 
that Sam Roberts, is he going to be reprimanded for his comments on Dana Brooke? No, that's his, his character now, is guy who talks trash about everybody. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think he's just talking crap. That's what that's what heel commentators yeah, do. Yeah, he's just a heel commentator now. I mean, it, it does, you know. I mean, if you think, I mean, anything he said is, is it wasn't a shoot. That's just him trying to be a heel commentator. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a shoot. I think I think his, his sort of role is sort of, it's heel commentator, but it's like internet troll heel commentator. Yeah, I know. That's the tact he's taking. Like, oh, Bianca Belair is not running for takeover. Yeah. Oh, why would you want Dana Brooke as your opponent? That's like the most internet troll Twitter shit yeah, that I've ever heard. To, you know, get people irritated with his lame hot takes. Yeah. But I think it's it's just his character. I liked now. I liked his commentary better than Pat McAfee's. Uh, Joe Juarez, Punk did say that he ever showed up at, in a ring again. He would be at a small show under a mask. Yeah, we yeah. touched on that as well. Yeah. He did say that. Uh, uh, Dragon Reborn, Justice for Colt, FCM Punk. There you go. A lot of lot of very heated opinions on mm-hmm. that matter. Uh, the Wrestle Dude, pick a tag team partner: the Joker or Two Face. We couldn't really trust either of them. You can't. I mean, here's the thing. You can't pick a dude whose name is Two-Face. You're just. Exactly. It's like. Then You're when, setting yourself up to be betrayed, obviously. If you lose, it's like, well, his name is Two-Face. At least the Joker, you know, going in, the guy is absolutely insane. Also, the Joker's booked really strong. True. Super strong. True. I'd go with the Joker and I'd get out of his way. Yeah. Uh... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pinche Chicano one. <laughs> Pinche Chicano one. Knowing Vince's buddy buddy with Trump, does it make you want to cancel a WB subscription? If not, what does? I mean, I don't feel good about all that. I feel really Look, not good about dude, all that. Dude, if you started if you started living your life exclusively based off of the relationships of other people and what they do, then you're not gonna be living a life. I get enjoyment out of the WWE and people will do what they're gonna do. Yeah. That's don't, it. Don't feel good about it, though. I'll give you an example. Uh, we both benefited quite a bit from that tax cut. Are you sure about that? That I was, <laughs> yes. You're sure? Yes. All right. As much as you got stuck this year, you'd have been way more stuck. Yeah, maybe. Way more stuck. Maybe. So like, but I, nothing I can do. What am I going to do? Take all the money that I wouldn't have gotten paid, you know, and like just donate or something. I'm not going to do that. Live your life, you know, bitch about stuff and live your life. What are you going to do? Grant Gill. How heard- you doing? I have a hard time believing that was CM Punk. Oh, totally was. I'd Grant. Wager, I'd wager money on Grant, it. Did Grant, maybe I think he probably put that before we did the whiteboard. Grant, what are you doing? We just laid it out. Well, he also says later on, was that CM Punk? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it 100% was. was. 100% was. Grant, the evidence is in front of you. Yes. You've seen the report. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's we have see a 400 page report two volumes coming your way soon Nick Bartlett what is a fresh matchup you'd like to see now that the shakeup has happened for me for him for Nick it's Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns uh, that's a really good one mm-hmm. I'd love that and in fact that's one person I sort of left out of the uh, superstar shakeup winners and losers yeah. was Buddy Murphy Smackdown we noted is, is very short on heels yeah, he's the, a great especially, heel especially mid card heels yeah he's a great heel I think he could just eat it all up it's a shame that 
like <laughs> Ray didn't stay on SmackDown. Cause imagine a feud between Buddy Murphy and Ray Mysterio. Oh. Been great. Oh, Ooh. Steve's favorite message retracted. I love those retracted messages. Uh, Josh Little power rank three things besides controversy that would make Vince change a creative decision. Three things besides a controversy. Well, I mean, we can't I mean, injury obviously. Besides yeah. a controversy. Well, he just wakes up from a nap and gets inspiration. Yeah. He, he watches a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, ah, Vikings bangs. Yeah, no. Uh, Nick Wolf, he has a suggestion for mixed match challenge finals Andrade and Charlotte versus Becky and Seth. Oh, that's a lot of star power there. You think they're ever going to uh, reference Becky and Seth being together? Short of them being getting married, no. You're probably right about that. Uh, Bondi, what does uh, Road Dog say to his partner if he can't get them to climax? Oh, you didn't. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good. That's joke. pretty good. I like that. Uh, Alto, who would you take a finisher from? Nothing weak. Well, yeah, it would only be something weak. I would not. I would not take a power bomb. That sounds horrible. Wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take any sort of pile driver. Wouldn't take a reverse rana. No. Pile driver, I, I would see who is giving it. And then because if honestly, pile driver, you just sort of what? Power slam for Braun. Yeah. He dropped, he dropped both people like a baby. You're still getting dropped though, man. Yeah, he knows how to protect people though. He's put yeah. people through tables with power slam. You can tell he took the 90% Did of the impact. Did he give a power slam to a, a Joster Shea? Colin Jost or Michael Che? No. He threw Colin Jost. Yes. He landed in a sea of hands. Yes. Yeah, that's a good. That's not a bad. Yeah, that's one. why I'm a pick because we we've commented several times how 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 gently Braun lays people down with that power slam. Yeah. It's it's power slam from Braun. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr. For such a historic event, why do you think G1 Climax in Dallas has had trouble selling tickets? Oh, uh, what size of the venue? It's the Mavericks Stadium. It's an arena so it's show. Like 13, 13 14,000, yeah. Well, they've been here a lot. I think that a lot of people traveled to a lot of the West Coast shows, and they don't have a reason to do that necessarily again. Um, Melser makes a – sorry, go ahead. Well, also, they haven't announced – They announced some people are going to be on, on the show, but not the card. But yeah. that's typically how they do things. Yeah. Melser makes uh, – he always makes a point of, of saying that Seemingly for most of the U.S. shows, New Japan does. They didn't really do any advertising for it. Mm-hmm. They seemingly just rely on word of mouth. Twitter. And social media to get the yeah. word out there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's probably a combination of, yeah, they've been here often enough. They just had the, the Supercard show in MSG. Um, and, I, I mean, for me, if I was in the Dallas area, the, the prospect of being there for the first night of the G1, that'd be pretty huge. And mm-hmm. I'd definitely get tickets. But Yeah. Um, I don't know, like geographically speaking, how familiar or how popular New Japan is in Texas. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Hold on one second. I got to do something real quick here. Maybe they should have had it at the at the Sportatorium. I know the Sportatorium's not there, but mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They seem to be okay with the way they do their, they, they've been doing their expansion, mm-hmm. their rollout. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really going to besmirch them for it. Yeah, not really. I mean, dude, they're they're so flipping good. You know? know, they're so stacked. I know. Regardless, I mean, people. Nobody complained even when they had those visa issues, and and nobody could show up for like the what was it, the Charlotte show. Yeah, they still. Everybody said they still put on a really solid card. Yeah. So yeah. Jason Lewis, hello, Stephen Larson, ten for the win, friendo here, celebrating his fortieth birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday! Can I get a rendition of Happy Birthday from Taker, Kenny, Dusty, and Cena? Well, there's only two of us here. Well, I guess we have to alter. Wait, what, what, Kenny, Taker. Kenny Taker. So you would do Kenny and Cena. And I would then, do Taker and Dusty. So we have to just alternate things. Happy birthday to you, Dustin. I mean, Jason. Happy birthday to you, you old fart. Happy birthday to you, baby. Uh, happy birthday to you. That's good. Uh, whatever it takes. We're all expecting. Well, I'm not expecting this. He says, we're all expecting Kevin Owens to turn heel. I do not. He says, what if it was New Day that turned heel on Owens once Big E returned? I don't see either of those things happening. I really want them to be a it's more four, likely that I want them to be a four man act, man. It's more likely Kevin Owens is going to turn heel out of anybody. 
involved in all that. Though. If it's if it's any of them, it'd be Kevin Owens. But I don't and I don't know. Like we've said, SmackDown's lacking on heels. But what he comes back and is a face, and then immediately. Oh. I could see it if Daniel Bryan is actually hurt and he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they Think, would do it at that point. Uh, Big E's probably out for at least a couple months. At least. Well, that was going to be like six weeks. That's almost a couple months. It's a month and a half versus two months. Anyways, continue. Uh, Quentin. Oh, this is Dragon Reborn. Who would benefit from a gear change besides Roman? Hmm. 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 Is anybody who's, who's just had the same look for too long and needs need something new? Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I feel like they need to theme up their tag team a little bit and yeah, wear just different. I don't know, do something different. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. Baron. No, I like I like the the shirt and it doesn't pants. work with what he. He's not GM anymore. He's not even like trying to get GM. It doesn't anymore. matter. I think it works for him. He looks like a waiter. Do you notice on his vest he has a little logo or something on yeah, it now? Yeah, I know. I could do without that, but I like I, I like the business casual stuff. Oh, Joe Juarez. Joe Juarez here in chat echoes my sentiment as well. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Samuel Brackowitz. Should WWE have more house shows featured on the network? Uh, it's fun from time to time, but I don't necessarily think more... You know, monthly or whatever is the answer because then the novelty will wear off. I think it'd be great. Do every house show. I think it'd be awesome. Um, I mean, if if it's if it's not a cost thing, which totally is, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like you know why not? We get to do stuff like Finn singing with Elias, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I mean, at that point, maybe it's like oh, it's oversaturation. Then people won't tune into Raw. Yeah, it's, it's 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 verging on the point of oversaturation yeah, at this point. With but like regardless of that, sure. Why yeah, if there's important just, things like just, the whole shield situation, you know, why not? Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, let's see here. Anthony Casillas or Casillas, do you think Finn Balor would benefit from a heel turn? I think he would just benefit from getting a little bit of edge on his character, not necessarily a full on heel turn. I think if he went heel, people would love it. Because oh, they would. If, if he went heel, it would be a Becky situation. He'd like be more aggressive, more edgy. And people will just be into that. Mm-hmm. I think they'd love to mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Tobias. Oh, this is a good one. Calling us out. You guys had a video about five wrestlers who should not come back to WWE. Yeah, I remember that. Matt Hardy was on the thumbnail. Do you still believe that? Man, let me tell you something, Anthony. I can't even tell you how many times... Me personally, I have been wrong about many, many things during the course of the show uh, that I would take back in a heartbeat. So, uh, no, I do not believe that. I think he's great. I really have enjoyed uh, his run ever since he came back in Mania two years ago. I think he's spectacular. Uh, Joey Gilfeather, in the hypothetical world, would it be better for Luke Harper to immediately jump to All Elite or try a run in Japan? For example, Juice Robinson. As an example, hmm. I, well, uh, we talked about some Matt chat. And Richard Morris made the point of saying that there's nobody in all elite that's that that is like Luke Harper, a big dude who's super athletic. Yeah, um, who who can have competitive matches with much smaller, much more athletic talents. Um, he's a match, an interesting matchup for pretty much anybody in all elite. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, new Japan, you kind of have granted it's a tag division. You have killer elite squad. Yeah. Who, I don't know if either of them are as athletic as Luke Harper, but that's kind of the mold. Um, and the depth of talent in new Japan <laughs> is vast. <laughs> oh, okay. So Leva Bates is the librarian. Oh, of all elite. <laughs> Damn it, see, she could have been hates champ, man. She could have been hates champ. We could have had a hates champion in all elite wrestling. Yeah, well. What a bummer. Oh, wait, no, she she swerved me, huh? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. That is great. Debates. That's great. Congrats. Um, so I'd say Luke Harper, go to all elite. Uh, 
the roster isn't as stacked. It's still really stacked, but uh, it's 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 probably a, a clearer path to better opportunity for him in, in in all elite versus New Japan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think he's terrific. I think he'll do great wherever. Oh no, yeah, he he'll goes. be fine wherever he goes. Yes. Yeah. Yup. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Anything else, Steve? Uh, I'm sure I can find one more. One more. Good question here. There's this one from Jay St. Laurent. Listening to yesterday's show, love you guys, but please stop crapping on Enzo and Kaz. Contrary to your opinions, there are people who like these guys and want them around. I mean, if you enjoy them, by all means, enjoy their work. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't, you know, don't take, you don't have to pay attention to what we say about it. Not at all. But we're probably going to keep on doing that. Uh, Gion, Halili, Steve, are you ready for Endgame? Yeah, no, I've not got my... Tickets yet, Probably man. sold out this weekend. God damn it. I need to do that. Yeah, I was looking at seats uh, this past weekend, and I was like, God, they're all like two rows in front of the screen. Waited too long. What am I going to do? And I got to freaking get four in a row for Movie Squad? Damn it. Good luck for that. He says, Larson, how are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Guillaume. How are you? Anyways. That's you got to get them opening week. As soon as they go on sale, man, you got to buy them. Yeah, I didn't do that last time. I went to a movie. Captain Marvel, I didn't do that for Got just fine seats. They were just fine. They were perfect. Uh, Dragon Reborn, Ishii versus Evil was super hard hitting. Check mm-hmm. that out. I want to watch Ibushi and uh, 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 Zack Sabre Jr. went down this weekend. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be really good. Yeah. I want to check that out. Yeah. When I have time. Anyways. Wait, what was that match? Zach, Zach Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. for the IC title, man. I'm assuming Kota Ibushi won that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Like a 30-minute classic. Spoiler alert, everybody. We do not have a new IC champion in New Japan. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Uh, patrons and $1 and up. It's Movie Monday. And, of course, YouTube channel members uh, have access to uh, Overrun, which is coming up very, very shortly. We'll talk about why Steve should have got tickets for Endgame Advance and why it's different than Captain Marvel. I'm still going to get them. I understand why it's different than... Alto says, Steve, I got an extra ticket. Come to Santa Rosa. No, I got to go. With, two-hour drive. I got to go far. with Movie Squad, man. Sorry. Got to go with the crew. No, you might have to wait a while then. Yeah. Or go during the middle of the week or something. I will probably go this week. I'll probably go this weekend, and it'll be fine. I don't need you telling me how to get tickets. You don't even go to movies. Yeah, but I know you got movies like that. Huge movies like that you got by well advanced at this point. That's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.